the culture, hip hop and contemporary art in the 21st century. Now you're probably saying, Boogie, why you got such a nice title like that? So the culture of hip hop and contemporary art in the 21st century is an exhibition that is in collaboration with the St. Louis Art Museum and the Baltimore Museum of Art. If hip hop is your thing, or even if it's not. I think it'd be hard to find anybody that's not influenced by hip hop. Almost like a, if you know, you know. Join the big dog Boogie D and Andrea Purnell on the podcast about the culture of hip hop and the contemporary art in the 21st century. That's Art Podcast. Join us. Once again, welcome back. Talking about the 50 years of hip hop, its impact on the culture. More, more importantly, there's a massive exhibit going around about the influence in the art of hip hop. And I have Tiffany Fox. Uh, we're going to talk about a dormant today. Dormant is how hip hop has influenced so many different things throughout its 50 years. And Tiffany Fox is a St. Louis queen that has been going back to June 5th. She's yes. Hip Hop Atlanta, and now she is now the newest member of the morning show Hot 104.1, which is called The Home Team. Yes, I didn't want to mess that up. Okay, uh, so, so Tiffany, you've been in the music biz in this hip hop thing going back to for what? a minute. How many years did you say? Over 10 years for sure, professionally. Definitely, but I've been in love with hip hop ever since I basically could play an instrument. So, okay. so this this is what I don't know. When when I first met you, you was in the group June Fifth. Yeah. So how did how did that come together first? Let's start there. How did you get involved with June Fifth and the other members of the group and all that? Okay, so before June Fifth, I was still I was by myself. I was by myself. I had got signed to Snoop. I had moved to LA. I was doing say, all of that. Did you say Snoop? You said that kind of like casually. Yeah, like you, you know, Snoop, Snoop, that Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Dirty Dog. Okay, so Snoop Dogg. Okay, now yeah. was this was where was Snoop at? Was he? This is Snoop on Cash Money, or this is Snoop? Where where was Snoop signed to when he? Snoop signed? was an artist. Snoop had Dog Pound Records. I was signed to Dog Pound at the time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So at that time, I had did this record called "Can't Find Can't Find My Panties." Shout out to LT Hutton from Chicago, big producer who did a lot of Snoop's records. So he discovered me um, in LA, and then he brought me to Snoop. He played the record for Snoop, and then Snoop was like, "I want a signer," and so he signed me. We did a one-off, and we did. Uh, um, a record called "Came Find My My Panties and Shake That Shit." Okay. So we did, we did a video for "Shake That Shit" and put that out. And but he still was being an artist. He still was getting in and out of a lot of trouble, so he couldn't focus on being the CEO executive. He still was an artist, still outside a little bit, so he couldn't really, you know, pay attention to me. Understood. So yeah, yeah. Okay, and then you got with June Fifth. Yeah, so then after that, I was like, okay, my boyfriend went to jail, and I was still, like, trying to figure out, okay, what the hell am I going to do? And then, so me and one of my close friends, like a big sister to me, DT, Don Tanya, they call it, we, we call her Scarlet Don now, and my first cousin, Brooke, we all was on the phone, and we was just like, you know what, let's do a group. 
And we had spoke to Guccio at the time, who's from St. Louis as well. And then he was like, we was like, okay, what are we going to call the group? And at that time, we was having a conversation on June 4th. But on June 5th, when it was ready to go ahead and like, okay, we're going to do this. DC was like, let's just call the group June 5th. <laughs> and we went with it. So it was me, Brooke, Scarlett Dine, and we called the group June 5th. Okay. And it was because that's the day we professionally started as the group. Okay. So one of the good things about the art exhibit um, is that what it focuses on is so many different layers through art for hip hop. And adornment mm. is very much, I think, up the up the alley, the reason why we're talking to you, because there's so many influences as far as fashion in hip hop. Yeah. In hip hop. Adornment is how did it change the not just change the culture because when you look at the, some of the art exhibits inside the museum there's a lot of things from little kim from wigs to other things to grills to fashion and one of the things that i remember about june 5th was it was also very fashionable you guys put mm -hmm. a lot of what the look was right <laughs> it just looked sure. three beautiful women it was like how do we want to be presented so my question is was there a conversation early about june 5th being like a true hip hop version of TLC or y'all wanted to be different from TLC. Cause that was still the biggest R and B group on the planet at the time. At that. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. Um, Left Eye was one was, was the rapper of the group. So she was, she was very rebellious and all three of us is rebellious in our own way in June uh -huh. 5th. Um, we had a lane called street couture um, and we always capitalized off of hip hop and fashion. So we always, Lil' Kim was a big inspiration for us at the time. So no matter what we was rapping about, no matter what we was talking about, we always incorporated fashion. So Lil' Kim always played the big part into that. So yeah, she, she was very influential. Um, TLC was very influential at the time, but it was mainly... I got to give it to Kim. It was Kim that did all of that. Because we didn't even really know about fashion like that until we was listening to hardcore. Hardcore was one of the main things that made me was like, okay, I want to rap. I want to do this for now, real. Now, no, I'm a dude. So, I, you know, Timberlands and jerseys is my fashion. For mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you're talking about what was the fashion of Lil' Kim that influenced you and the other members of June 5th at that time? Oh my God, Kim was big on Gucci. She was big on Versace. She she put us like with Donatella, all of that. She just brought that together because she was so little. She was so petite. She had a deep voice. And then she was just giving us the game about how to incorporate fashion into your own personality and mix it with your, you know, with hip hop, I don't know. It was just a whole thing okay, with well, her. What, what I'm hearing is, is that Kim took it from the Lauren Hill around the way girl look to now you got to go to the mall and you really got to go to the mall. And you got to spend some money on some of the. You got to spend some money. You got to spend some money. So what you say? What yes. you what you what you quantify? That's a big word for me. Big word for Boogie. Mm. What you quantify that Kim help bring in the the very high-end fashion side for female hip-hop because i'm because what i'm saying is when i'm going back and i'm trying to think you know you got you mm -hmm. got lauren hill and the fujis but lauren 
beautiful woman, obviously, but yes, the fashion sense was like, yo, she dressed like what it is. It wasn't really high. She was more I don't eclectic. Want to say it was high end. I don't want to say it's high end. No, but... she had her own, she had her own swag. She yeah, had her own good. style. But you know what I mean? Was more now, now you now is baller. You gotta go spend some money. Money that most people don't have. Or it's that part. Okay. That part. So, so that's part of a lot of that is in the art museum inside, mm -hmm. inside of it because that helped take hip hop to another level. Now some would it say did. now some would disagree. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's not a good of course. Thing, uh because of that course. took it to a more of a money thing. Versus okay, but art just thing. because that's your perspective or you couldn't afford it or whatever. That ain't, it still has something to do with hip-hop. It, it pushed the brackets. That's what hip-hop is about. It's about rebellion. It's about pushing the brackets. And especially with female MCs, it is about, if you want to get the masses attention, you have to bring fashion along with lyricism. You can't just have one or the other. Because if you just got fashion, nobody's taking you serious for lyrics. And if you just got lyrics, a girl don't want to be like you for real, for real. Unless you mix in the fashion with it. You got to have the whole package. So in order to get my attention and the, the masses attention, you got to kind of push the brackets with fashion, with hair, with music, with lyricism. Um, Have the whole package like that in order to get now, your you attention. Are, so, yes, you got to spend some money. What when you say hair? What, is, what does that mean? Kim had the green wigs, the pink wigs before Nikki, before any of us. She had the all the different blue wigs. Um, I know you see me on the video, true, all of that with the different color wigs. It was like, oh my god, this girl, where is she coming from? The yellow wig, the red wig, all of those made us want it. It made it a character. It made it fun. It made us want to participate. It made us be like, you know. How can I bring my own personality and make this my own thing? It's like Kim inspired it, but she pushed the bracket so far where she did her thing. It's like, okay, let me find myself and make this a thing where everybody is going to want to relate and, and fuck with me outside now, that, of Kim. Is that different than what Missy was doing? Missy Elliott? No. Mm -mm. Kim, now, now you, now you. Missy definitely was one that made you think she made you appreciate um authenticity uniqueness she pushed the bracket first i'm gonna give it to missy first since you since you said that you brought that to my awareness for sure i was always a missy fan well missy's video was always different like missy had very always videos always her fashion sense to me was different than what kim was but i agree but, also but they two separate personalities, both big personalities. Missy had the costumes, had the dancing, um, had the gibberish in her music. The, the production was crazy. It was all of that. Kim had her own big production as far as fashion and wigs and stuff like that. So they were two different total big entities, but made a huge impact in hip hop for sure. Okay, well, let's. What about today? Because female MCs are running the game right now, especially yeah, for St. Louis. Sure. And you know, St. Louis has three uh, from Big Boss yes. to uh, Sexy Red. Yes, uh, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll say her name because I'm gonna mess it up. Blackiana. Blackiana. There you go. Blake. Yes, Blackiana. Um, 
But I don't feel like there's much difference between the three as far as well, and fashion. Well, like I said, like you said, Missy and Kim kind of paved their the way. way. But what I'm asking today, I don't, what I get from a lot of female MCs today or female rappers, I don't yeah. see a lot of difference between the two. Everybody seems to be on the same highway, in the same car, wearing the I same agree. stuff. So we're in hip hop, and this, I know we're you know going a little over here, but it's a podcast, so we can do that. It's fine. Um, where do you get back to when you had a Eve with a style, a Kim with a style, a Foxy with a style, a Missy with a style, a Lauren with a style? Everybody was representing, but they all seen they that. did it all. What you want but me now, to say? No, no, but I'm saying, how do you, how do you, as far as right now, you're in your in your current role of being a statesman, stateswoman, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and been around, done done a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Now being on the radio. Um, mm-hmm. Correct. You're going to intersect with the current female rappers. What would you right. say to them, especially when you got three coming out of St. Louis, which yes. for the first time that I can say that's never happened before. I agree. That's so, doing a thing. Yeah. So, but if all three all kind of seem the same, mm-hmm. how do you say, hey, we got to bring some diversity because there's a time when we look at the 50 years of hip hop. Every female had a different look, had a different way, just different. And I agree. You know what I'm saying? So I, I guess agree. I'm saying it. I feel like it's not. I think what all the girls like are trying to, between them. I think all what all the girls are trying to do right now is grab from low hanging fruit. That's how I feel. I feel like they all is like, okay, this is what worked. So let me try that lane and let me just, you know, capitalize off of that. What they, I think what a lot of them don't understand, if they really, really find their own personality and really lock into that, like really, really lock into that and set them apart from everybody else, that is what's going to make them bigger. I feel like a lot of the artists that's out right now is trying to lock into, let me talk about my body. Let me be the most ratchet. Let me talk about my fashion. Let me do this. Let me, but everybody has done it already. It only can be one you. Only can be one you. If one of them really just capitalized off of their own personality and their own journey and what they've been through, that is what's going to set them apart. If they really tell the story of how they were raised and Mm -hmm. what their insecurities are and what a girl that, you know, can relate to them and maybe has been through sexual assault or maybe has been, didn't have food to eat, or maybe has been through their daddy ain't in a life, or maybe has been through having a silver spoon in their mouth or didn't have, a, when they really talk to things about authenticity and being very vulnerable, whoever becomes the most vulnerable, I feel, is going to win. If everybody keeps trying to chase the whole, okay, my pussy and I look good and I'm pretty, it's, that's fine, that works. But the person that really taps into their most vulnerable side right now, what I've noticed, whoever is the most transparent, because that's why Cardi is winning, I feel. She is very transparent. She's very vulnerable. She talks about all her flaws. Everything that she did, I said, this is not going to work. Initially, I said, that's it. This is not going to work. She didn't got pregnant. She didn't did her teeth. She was a stripper. She was... You know, on love and hip hop, nobody's gonna say she has broke every barrier there is 
And she lets you in. She really, really lets you in with her insecurity. So I feel like whoever does that the most is going to really make an impact. Okay. Especially in, in St. Louis. Yeah. Well, I guess what I would say to that is you think they would hit a message. Not, don't, I'm just going to keep going on it. So sex too. You rapped about sex and things. Oh, that, yeah, for sure. Well, they're going to say, well, wait a minute, Tiffany. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you being a little bit judgmental that you are? Not at all. No, no, no. Because I did all that. I'm, I'm still doing all that. I'm going to talk about my femininity. I'm going to talk about my sexuality. I'm going to talk about my fashion. I'm going to be inspired by Kim all day, but I'm still going to bring Tiffany in there. I'm going to tell my story. I'm still going to be lyrical. I'm still going to have triple entendres. I still know how to battle rap. I still know how to do metaphors. I still know how to do all of that. And I still know how to bring my own essence to the situation where I'm not sounding like everybody else. So, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, we all got a lot in common. Female hip hop, going to talk about fashion. We're going to talk about sexuality. We're going to talk about how pretty we is. We're going to talk about the trips and all of that. Okay, but what set me apart? Is that I can't really rap. Bring it to that. I want to talk about lyrics. Um, and I want to give me the the little Kim lyric that you heard and you said that's art. Just give me the best Kim line that you can say. That's art. That ain't that's different. Oh, oh, which okay. Um, Queen bitch, maybe. Um, if Peter Piper, if Peter Piper pecked him, I bet you Biggie bust him. He probably tried to fuck him. I told him not to trust them lyrically. I dust them off like pledge, his heart like hedge, like sledgehammers, bitch with that platinum grammar. I am a diamond cluster hustler, queen bitch, disease bitch, kill a nigga for my nigga by any means, bitch, murder scene, bitch, queen bitch, disease free bitch. That that whole that's art. No, no, because she really that whole record. Okay, set the tone for like, oh my god, what did she say? Clean bitch. Disease free bitch, check it. I melt a rhyme like she said, I melt a rhyme, melt in your mouth like Eminem's flow with the mafia. Yeah, all of that. That whole that whole thing right there. That was like, okay, I want to rap. Okay. Outside of Ken, what other uh, what other female artists you would you would put next to the Queen Bee? That I can relate to? None, I'm gonna be honest with you. Wow. Not Nick. None. Not at all. Fuck um, no. Not Cardi. She's she's bootleg. She Nikki is. Whoa, are we smoke. Nikki is Lil Kim and Cardi. Are we okay? Are we okay? She took her whole swag. Are you asking? We okay? Social media. Minaj camp. <laughs> what? They make no money with Nikki. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just saying. Why do? You, wait, okay, but wait, but why would you feel that way? Why I feel about what? Why would you feel that Nikki's a bootleg Kim? Nikki took everything that Kim did. Kim did everything without social network, right? Nikki took social network, capitalized off of little Kim's journey and made it her own. So for people that was younger than Kim, they didn't know. So they felt like Nikki did it first from the wigs to the fashion, to the lyrics, to the photo shoots, to the performances. To everything, it looked like she did it first. And it's like, you didn't give homage to the person you got it from. You really took somebody else's career and made it your You stole their whole career, their blueprint, and made it your own. It's okay to be inspired. 
You stole this girl whole identity but and made it asked, your own. Well, let me ask. Let me ask this. Isn't that what Kim would say she wanted to happen? To create a link? No, just pay homage. She wants you to pay homage and still make it. I think Nikki has in her own way. I don't care what your own way is. She tried to beef with Kim. She made a beef with Kim. She made more of a beef with Kim than homage. Say you that. I don't want to. I don't want to hear one little time where she said, "Oh, homage to look Kim." But anyway, no, 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 no. Where is the real homage at? Where it's like, yes, I stole my whole identity from this bitch. My whole, I, my whole okay, blueprint so let, from so her. That, so, so this, you know. We gonna we that that brought up another question. So city girls is considered queens mm -hmm. of P rap. I call it P rap. Don't want to be disrespectful. Okay. But but wouldn't they say Megan Cardi, everybody else stole they P rap style? That's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm saying. We all, including me, is inspired by Lil Kim. We all are inspired by that. Okay, uh -huh. we all are inspired by being um feminine and celebrating our bodies and fashion we all are but some kind of way like i said about cardi before she was more transparent she let us in she let us in about her stripping and about her relationships and about the flaws on her body she let us in about that i let you in about what happened to me as far as you know boyfriends and being sexually assaulted and I told my still do that do do the cookie cutter part of female hip hop but let us in be vulnerable put some meat on and the I, I feel like you need to be a little vulnerable in order for girls to really connect okay. we all did from city girls cardi b all of that outside of little kim because you cannot use little kim in this next question okay okay Give me five pillars of hip hop that you identify with the most, and Kim cannot be one of them. Five pillars to you, and and your hip, and, and to you, you could say these are outside of Lil Kim. These are my five pillars. This is Tiffany Fox five pillars of hip hop. People, you talking about other hip hop artists? Yeah, like five artists. All right, so Eminem. Okay. Benny Siegel. Beans, okay. DMX. Okay. Biggie. Okay. One more. Ludic Ludacris. These are all five what most considered lyricists. Yes, because I'm lyrical. You like lyricists. I like lyricists. Okay. Yes. Five lyricists. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Very, very interesting. Didn't I, like I didn't think I would get that answer from you, to be totally honest. Yeah, but I mean, because again, my whole thing has always been, yeah, I'll talk about my clothes and how good it is and blah, 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 all of that. But I'm going to have substance. I'm going to have triple entendres. I'm going to be like, people going to be like, what did she just say? Oh, my God. I want you to leave every record like, what? Yeah, I oh. want you to do that. And that's how they were. Okay. Um, wow. Because I mean, that's, I did not expect that. It kind of threw me off on that. So let me kind of reset my brain for a second. <laughs> um, I didn't think you would be sitting around listening to a Beans album, to be honest with you. <laughs> I like, I love Benny Siegel. I, I mean, I said, I said, that's lyrical. Uh, mm -hmm. did, what did I get? 
I think DMX, DMX is to me one of the um one of the most realest open artists of in our time. I don't think people Vulnerable. really understand how much X really gave to you. Uh right. reality in his music. He was the most vulnerable. He put it all on the floor. He wore his heart on his sleeve. I, okay. I can understand that. I but, love hey. all of that about him. What about Marshall that you like? He was a character. He was white. He he was insecure, but he didn't care. He was confident at the same time. He knew he was in a genre that was dominant by black people and that everybody was going to um not really accept him initially. So he went overboard. He overcompensated for that. So that is what I loved about him. He was a character and all of that. Okay. So, yeah, and he was metaphorical. He was, he was triple entendre. He told stories. That's another thing that gets me. Nas was really good at that. I don't want to. I don't want to lose him in this. Nas really got me too with telling stories. DMX told stories. Eminem told stories, but with their stories, they let us in. That's what I'm saying. Whoever, the girl that come out that's really vulnerable and tell a story and know how to put words together and just take us through that where I can close my eyes and be, and you put me right there, you got me. I, but I don't know if that would work. Why not? Because it's it, it seems like we're in a different era right now of styles, right? And one of the yeah. about one of the pillars of hip hop that seems to have gotten kind of lost is the DJ and the DJ and the MC relationship. Mm -hmm. And what I, I mean, by, and what I mean by that is, it's like a lot of times the DJ is no longer really part of the MC before before because we don't need the DJ like that no more, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I think we do because. The DJ to bring real hip hop back, yes. No, no, I'm not even gonna use the word real hip hop. I'm just even saying at even going to the club, mm -hmm. used to have a real MC DJ club experience. Now you get sometimes you get a DJ that thinks they're the MC club experience, and that's not the same. Or you get an MC that wants to perform and do a show. That's not the same. You being an MC rapping somebody else's lyrics, that's not an MC at a club. You're just rapping along with somebody else and everybody else is doing the same thing. And I think mm -hmm. part of that is missing in the game because I feel like a lot of the music doesn't really have a heartbeat to it. You name five lyrical, lyrical giants, but also they had they had things behind them that brought energy to the show. They brought things that when you saw them perform, it was crazy. I remember just seeing DMX and Swiss Beats on the stage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. Him and his DJ. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. but I guess what I'm saying is, is part of part of DJing I think has been lost. It's become more of, well, anybody can do it. Get in control of anybody can DJ. That's really not true. And I think part of some of the MCs today need a DJ to really back them up, to really help bring some of that show. But you know why it don't matter? Why? 
because of social network, because of streaming service, because they don't care no more. So the thing now is, is, is what makes you hot is controversy. What makes you hot is that you're going viral. If you punch the girl in the face, oh, let's hurry up and see if she can rap. It's the opposite now of talent. Because back then it used to be about talent. It used to be about the relationship between the DJ and the MC. It's not about that no more. We're living in a time where if you have controversy or you can go viral, let's see if you we can put some words together and make you rap. You don't even, it's not about talent no more at all. That's the problem. It's right. not about a relationship between the DJ and the MC. It's not, that's not where well, we are. Okay, well, let me let me put you on the hot seat because now, now you're on the radio side. Mm -hmm. So how honest are you willing to be when somebody comes sit in the home team's chair to be interviewed? I'm just as honest as I am with you. Okay. I'm going to ask them questions. And I'm not impressed by nobody right now, to be quite honest with you. Nobody? No. Wow. So no. when you say when you say nobody, that's on the male side, the female side, nobody's in. So when you're in there and there's not one song on the radio right now that you're, that, that's on. It's songs that I grew to. It's definitely songs that survive, for sure. Because I got a lot of ratchet in me. So... I got a lot of the ratchet side of the girls. They got that down. They got that down and I love it. But nothing is grabbing me where it's like, damn. Okay, this is different. This person is about to have a career. No. Career. Great word. So mm -hmm. because you've had a career, you've had different levels of a career in a very, very hard genre to make money. The music game is not easy. It's not. You know this. Not at all. Not <laughs> there's, at all. More, there's more heartbreak and disappointment. This, <laughs> you better say it. In this business. For sure. So how do you pass along that knowledge now sitting in behind the microphone? So like artist X walks into your walks mm -hmm. into the studio to sit down and do an interview. You mm -hmm. have a wealth of knowledge, but you also don't want, to, you want them to receive it. So how would you give them that knowledge to say... I, only way I can be is 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 only way I can be is honest. That's 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 the only way I could be. It's like I feel like everybody is trying to ride the same train, go off the same music. Nobody is like I told. I'm sorry if you're not being authentic, if you're not giving me nothing different, if you're not telling me your story, if you're not being vulnerable, it's gonna be cute for a few months. That's cute. And social media going to support you to a degree. But if you're not stepping outside of that and being a little scared, like, dang, I don't know if this is going to work or this might be a little, then it's not going to grab my attention. It's not It's not going to grab me. It's going to be cute, though. And I'm not hating on nobody. I feel like it's enough money for everybody to get. I feel like the, the genre is big for everybody but I just feel like everybody kind of sound the same and doing the same. I don't. Well, here's here's what I here's what I think because we have this great art exhibit of artists that have been inspired by hip hop for the last fifty years, and and it's mm -hmm. it's a great display. Mm -hmm. But the first thing I say is how do how do you get to another fifty, right? Mm -hmm. First fifty, first fifty years, we done went through so many different 
versions and, and styles. And you have hip hop has went from people barely be able to afford some Converse to now people wearing their own design Nikes. And mm-hmm. from driving, you know, whatever the whatever car you can get to like even a Range Rover ain't hot no more. But you never I need you need that third. So there's been a lot of evolution, and you see that in this art exhibit in this art fair. So I guess the real question is, and I asked this everybody interviews, how do we get to the next 50 years? How do you how do you translate the knowledge that you have gained being in this business? Because mm-hmm. that's really what it is. It's a business. Yes, it is. You say to and, next generation artists to keep this thing rolling for another 50. I can't say it enough, Boogie. Authenticity, vulnerability. You know why Sexy Red is winning? Tell me. She's not faking being nothing but herself. Everything she's doing is intentional. She's doing it from her heart. No matter how wretched she is, it's we all got this, all the, the girls especially, we all got that side in us where she's so bold. That's one thing. Being very bold. And very vulnerable, them two, where you're like, uh, but she has to grow because here's what I would say. Okay, we got the north side ratchet, second yeah. great, all that, but you can't do another album about this. Yeah, why can't she? Because I, I don't need to hear nothing. Why else. can't she? Kim I mean, did it the whole time. No, why can't I, she? But I, I when she tries to switch it up, is when she's gonna lose. You gotta switch every it. long as you being yourself, you're gonna be fine. Well, you can't be uh, you because it's always gonna be a girl that time. can relate to that. Being ratchet forever. I didn't say being ratchet forever. Evolve, that, but still just be true same to thing. yourself. We're saying the same thing, but you can't keep. You can't do another album of Pound Towns and Ski and looking for them hoes. You can. It, she it, might. Well, the city girls has found out it, it, there's a cycle, and now you it's petered out because you can't keep talking about car cracking and this. It's okay, like, but, okay, but hey, when, when but is I that feel change? Like, I feel like they first off, it's it's two of them, two dominant personalities, and I feel like as women, they're growing into two different um, journeys. Oh, you see the word growing. Yes, what, what I think they're going in two totally different directions. So, so a career is you grow. How you of course, start, of how course, finish, right? So, of course. so sexy red, mm-hmm. Rose says ski the number one rap song of twenty twenty three. Right, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's what they feel, right? Twenty twenty four. Are we still going to be talking about sexy red? Or are we gonna say sexy? Race? We might if if she sticks to being herself. Yes, be because herself. it's always it's always going to be. We don't know what her journey gonna be a year from now, but long as she sticks true to herself and be vulnerable about that journey, it's going to be a girl and a plethora of women who can relate to where wherever she's it wherever she is in that moment. Not trying to do what the music industry telling her to do. Not trying to do what TikTok telling her to do. Not trying to do what the record labels telling her to do. Long as she sticks to and as uncomfortable as it might make you be, it's a lot of girls that's going to relate to whatever she's talking about in a year. That's why I like her. Because initially when I heard my booty hole brown and my coochie pink, it was like, okay, wait, okay, what now? it was like what but the fact that she was so bold and she didn't care where it took it was her journey it's 
her story. That is why it blew up because she was so bold about it. So in a year, if that's where she's at and she's sticking to it, not because she's trying to overdo pound town or trying to match pound town, wherever she's at in a year is going to be a plethora of women that's going to have that same story and, and it's going to support her. Let me make sure I make my point clear. I think okay. what she said was a journey and career and being and growth and growth. Mm -hmm. So I'm feeling in a year you should have grown because you have now experience. So you need to share your growth in the music. See, that's what, that's what my point is. A lot of this music is not growing because these artists are now allowing people to hear their growth. If you mm -hmm. look at, if you look at Jay-Z, and Jay-Z is a great example of this question because Jay-Z now is a walking art exhibit. <laughs> he, mm -hmm. is, he has grown from the guy from Marcy into this worldly person that a lot of people can't relate to anymore. And mm -hmm. because he's grown, he's mm -hmm. sticking to the same. He's like, you know what? I, my mind has been open. My world is open. So what I'm saying for Sexy Red is like, you have now been on the journey. You're not on the north side no more. You're now experiencing the world. You're experiencing how it. we know she's not on the north side no more. Just because she got a passport, that yes. means she's not on the north side. Doesn't no more? mean no. You always you always who you are where you're from, but you're growing. You're seeing things. I'm I'm south side Jamaica Queens, but if you if you to talk to me back in 1987, all I knew was the Ave. I knew the block. I ain't know nothing else until I went to. Okay, well, yeah, but don't don't expect oh, a really twenty tough. year difference in a year. No, no, I don't didn't say in a that. year. I didn't say twenty years in a year. What I'm expecting is the music, the music, because as an artist, when you grow, you sh you should put the growth into your music, right? Yes. So yeah, found out your booty hole was brown. Out around, I don't need to hear another record like that. Now I don't think she's gonna do that again. That's my point. My point is, you're I don't think she's gonna do that again. Twelve months from now, you haven't given us any growth. You just trying. We to don't know her vulnerability. We don't know her journey yet. So to say that, all I know is, the only the only people that's always gotten my attention is being vulnerable. So wherever she's at in the year, and she's still being vulnerable, I'm with it. I don't let care. Let me ask you this question. So let me ask you this, Miss Radio Host. Mm -hmm. So in mm -hmm. a year from now, mm -hmm. Sexy Red is really sitting on the north side. Mm -hmm. All the other stuff done dried up. As we all know, the money don't move forever. Yeah. And they come up there, we're going to play y'all a new Sexy Red record. How mm -hmm. on a 4.1 exclusive? Put in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this sound like pound time. <laughs> what are you going to say to him? If it's vulnerable, I'll feel it. And if it sound like pound town, I'm with it. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm. it don't take a lot to necessarily get me on board if i if it feels like you're trying to chase a pound sound record i'm not gonna like it that's what i'm saying I, I feel like yeah you, you haven't you're just giving us the rehash version of mm -mm. You know, in this music game, I, people yeah. the taste of the audience now changes quick super mm -hmm. fast mm -hmm. well, that joe said it the best way yesterday's price ain't today's price mm -hmm. <laughs> Same thing That's about the music. yesterday's music ain't today's music. So we want her to we want her to grow to your to, to everything. Yeah, be vulnerable, sure. transparent, grow. For but sure. the music needs to grow with it. And you can't I be agree. 
you can't be afraid to not allow the music to become what it needs to become, whatever that is. I don't think I don't think she's gonna be afraid. I think she's I think she's I think she's doing everything and whatever sticks, she's gonna go with it. I think she is being herself and I think she's a hard worker. I think she's a good businesswoman. And I think like I said before, everything that she's doing is very intentional. Okay. And it might not be for everybody, the music that she's doing, but she's being herself and that's all you could be. But right. trying to be somebody else and sound like everybody else, I'm 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 not with none of that. Well, let me ask you this, Fox, when we get out of here. And I do want everybody to, these conversations come out of seeing this art exhibit. This is mm -hmm. art that takes you on so many different journey, journey through hip hop. These are just the questions that come out because there are so many artists and artists that have been inspired from, from this music. So, mm -hmm. let, so let me just end it on this. Now that you're in the radio side, mm -hmm. you ever see yourself being on the radio side first. And um, I flirted with it for a while, for years, um, doing the radio, but I could never, my passion, of course, is music, is hip hop, is me being an artist. So I could never just commit to the radio side, even though I would, you know, co-host certain shows or fill in sometimes. And even though different radio stations would ask me to, you know, come on full time, I would be like, eh. Not yet, you know what I mean? Because I'm still doing this and that or whatever. So now that I'm ready to really pay attention to the radio side, I'm excited about it. Okay. To be honest with you. Do you feel like, I guess I guess the question is, because I always feel like when somebody was an artist or like an athlete, they come over to the media side. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a different side now because- Yes, part, it is. Part it, of, it, you're gonna, it, it is. Because part of it is people do want to hear your opinion on things. Right. And some artists and everybody and everybody's not gonna be happy. Well, you have to be authentic to yourself. And that's all I'm gonna be. And you have to be so authentic. Whoever don't to whoever don't like it, they can hey, I'm still gonna be me. I don't wanna offend anybody, but if you're offended, that's a personal problem. I don't that's not my job. I'm going to be me. And whether I'm an artist, whether I'm on the radio, whether I'm an actress, whatever it is, I'm going to be me. If you're uncomfortable, that is your personal problem. Well, I want to thank you. Thank you for uh, sitting down talking about Adornment, talking about Lil' Kim, talking about MCs. I learned a lot. Didn't know you was a Beanie Seagull fan. Learned a lot. Yes, shout out to Beanie. All that. But I do want people to check out the art museum, I know it's going to be leaving St. Louis soon. It is about to take its journey across the rest of this great country of ours. And uh, okay. Ms. Fox, I appreciate your time and everything. And that's Thank art. you so much. Thank you, Biggie.